The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, this uh, time of year is one for resolutions. It's also the busiest time for inquiries from mortgage applicants. Last year saw record numbers of first-time buyers securing mortgage approval with over 30,000 approvals issued and no indications that 2024 will be any different. Now, interest rates come into play, mortgage lending rules, deposit requirements and all the additional costs that come into buying a home. So, our expert today is Martina Hennessy from Doddle Mortgages uh, to answer all your questions. Martina, good morning. Morning, Pat. So, um, it's a busy time of year. People get through the Christmas, maybe decide we won't have a holiday this year. We'll get to that deposit target. Absolutely. And I think this time of year, as you've said, is time for New Year's resolutions. We used to have real seasonality actually, Pat, and it was a time where the last quarter of the year would be quieter. That tend to, has tended to change over the last number of years. Even in December, right towards the 21st, 22nd of December, we still had people that were going to sale agreeing properties that were looking to apply for mortgages. But certainly January is the busiest time. The buoyant labour market in Ireland has meant that even though interest rates have increased, there hasn't been a dampening demand. Yeah, the issue I, I heard this morning, I think it was uh, Conal McQuilloch talking about the number of households who now have an income of over 100 grand. And that, of course, means that their borrowing capacity goes up and the banks will listen to them. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a 50% rise in those earning over 100,000 um, revenue had announced those figures. And I think last year, if we look back, the median age of first-time buyers was 35 years. Their median household income was €82,000 and the average first-time buyer mortgage was just under 300000 So all of those things mean that people are, are at a stage of life where they're further along in their careers, their incomes have increased and they need that income to be able to purchase the price a property given the purchase price inflation over the last number of years. Yeah. Now, the deposit rules still apply and there are various state schemes that you might qualify help to buy and all of that. Yeah, absolutely. So the government schemes have been looked at to try and encourage home ownership over the last number of years. There's the first time, first home scheme. There is the help to buy scheme and there's a vacant property refurbishment grant. So the help to buy scheme is for first time buyers purchasing new homes. And that scheme gives you a rebate of tax that you would have paid over the last four years, up to 10% of the purchase price capped at €30,000. The second scheme that was brought in then in 2022 is the first home scheme. And that's designed to bridge the gap again for first time buyers on new built homes between the mortgage they're eligible for and the purchase price of the property. And the first home scheme will take up to a 30% equity stake in your home. And that means that it's trying to encourage more home ownership for those who have not got the potential to earn. Yeah. To earn. If there's a supply, of course. And Absolutely. That's one of the, the, the problems. Now, how many people are going direct themselves, you know, doing all those grant applications going to the bank themselves and, uh, you know, going in on bended knee or how many will use mortgage intermediaries like yourselves? Yeah, so the ESRI did some surveys last year that said 46% of people do not research mortgage options. They go to one lender, they go, you know, they don't look at other mortgage options. And indeed, the vast majority of first-time buyers. So more first-time buyers will go direct to the bank than use a broker. So the big thing about using a broker is that you get market-based advice. You get, there's nine lenders on the market at the moment. There's several different like mortgage options that are available. There's exceptions. There's different lending rules. And in particular, there's a big difference on rates. The lowest rate in the market is 3.65. The highest is over 7%. So if you go to one lender and you pick that wrong option, it'll char- It'll mean that you mm. result in a huge... And will the uh, mortgage brokers, the intermediaries, 
schemes, will they help you with the, some of those government schemes as well? Absolutely. So when a client would come to... It would be great to go in, sit down with somebody and say, well, you'll get that one, you won't get that one and you will get the other one. That yeah. kind of thing. And then in, in fairness, Pat, most people will come to us, they wouldn't even be aware of a lot of the schemes. The help to buy one is very, it's been in place for a number of years. But the first home scheme, people, there's a lot of confusion about it, what it's involved in it, how you apply for it, when to apply for it. The first home scheme, you need to have a property or a, a local authority area identified. But the help to buy scheme, you don't. You get your approval for the help to buy scheme before you have a property identified. So absolutely, mortgage intermediaries are at hand to help somebody right from inquiry to completion. And we would always encourage people to get their advice early so that they come to us to understand what's required of them and what schemes are available. Some of the questions coming in. Um, This one, the first one. uh, My son works in Munich and has been for a number of years. He's now trying to buy a house here so he can return home. What must he do to get a mortgage? So I think the big thing is he's non-resident. So not all lenders will will lend to you when you're a non-resident applicant. It'll be classed primarily, first of all, as a a holiday home because if he doesn't have a a particular property, it won't be a buy-to-let or anything like that, a holiday home. So get advice, understand what you can can achieve and which lenders will offer you a mortgage being a non-resident applicant. Uh, Alternatively, he can come home and then apply with an Irish job. Absolutely, and, that's and the that ideal position. Yeah. Um, I was on an interest-only mortgage on a rental property I own. The full payments due to kick in this June will go to 4K per month from 1,200 uh, per month. My bank have said they won't consider any other type of restructured payments. I now have to give my tenants 12 months' notice due to the bank's intransigence. So he was on interest-only. Now they're saying we want the full Monty. Yep, so there was periods always of interest only when you were on a buy-to-let. At the end of those periods, it is about discussing it with your lender. In this case, it sounds like the listener is getting to no, has no avail with their current lender. They could look to switch their mortgage to another lender and look at what term they would get to repay that mortgage on an interest and capital basis. But obviously, at some point in time, the mortgage will have to be repaid. Um, what is required to get an exemption from the 3.5 times salary limit? Because the banks have a certain amount of flexibility. So first-time buyers are up to four times lending limits, three and a half for second time buyers. All lenders have capacity to grant exceptions up to 20% of their book of business. So really it's about how much you earn, what your net disposable income is like, what your commitments are. But once a lender has capacity to grant an exception, your income supports it. There should be no issue in getting exception. Again, nine lenders on the market. If you go to the first lender and they're not offering the amount that you need or require, then there are all obviously other options available. I've carried out home improvements. I've now a great energy rating. Can I get a better rate if I switch? Absolutely. So green rates are the strong rates in the market. They start from 3.65% where your building energy rating is B3 or above. So um, green rates are available for first-time buyers, movers or switchers. And it's a really brilliant opportunity for switchers now to look to lock down a really low rate, the lowest rates in the market if they have a green rate. And most switchers, or most lenders, four of them in the market, have switcher packages now so that they cover your cost to switch and also reduce document requirements. So it's a really good time to switch right now. Uh, This one, I'm a 33-year-old taxi driver, didn't earn a lot during COVID as expected. Any advice on the best way to go for a mortgage? Yes, so the banks will always look for self-employed applicants at the last two or three tax returned income. So they will look and say, well, what did you earn in the last two years? Because they have to rely on your income being sustainable to pay the mortgage going forward. Some lenders are better than others at self-employed applicants. All lenders have different credit appetite. So I would say do your research, certainly look at more than one lender option, but also understand what what your tax returned income is over the last two years. And strictly speaking, that is if you're a first time buyer, multiply by four times income, take the average of it by four times income, second time buyer by three and a half. Mm. Uh, I'm on a fixed rate that's expiring in April. I know my repayments will increase. Any advice? 
I think the best thing here is to shop around. You have to make sure you do your research, go to a broker, get market based advice. The difference in rates are 3.3% gap between the highest and the lowest. And that's huge. We did an index. We do a quarterly index looking at rate increases and you can save up to €7,000 per annum by switching on a €300,000 mortgage. So it's huge. Do your research, get market based advice from a broker. Make sure you are looking at how you can financially benefit by switching. And it's an excellent time to switch. Some people think because interest rates have increased that it doesn't make sense to switch. It makes more sense now than it ever did. A complicated one here. I was lucky enough to be gifted the apartment I live in by my parents. Will I qualify for first time buyers mortgage rates? Will a mortgage broker advise us as to whether we should sell, rent or give the bank some value of the apartment to increase our capacity to get a mortgage to buy a house? Very fortunate to have our apartment and love living here, but it's not enough space if we have a child. Yeah, well, very fortunate is right. So I think the big thing here is because you've never had a mortgage previously, you are classed as a first time buyer. Okay. So you absolutely we can look at options, whether you're going to hold that property, put a rental income against it and then also look to buy. And if you have your 10% deposit to purchase the new property, you don't have to sell the existing if the figures work for what you require. Uh, I'm a self-employed carpenter. My partner is a civil servant, got a mortgage approved for 250k. What family home can you get for that? It's insulting. Looking to go to the local authority for a mortgage, but they want preliminary tax for the year 2024 paid up front. Who's got 20k to pay up front when you're looking for a house? Yeah, I know it's a challenge. Um, the issue at the moment is affordable housing as opposed to mortgages in particular, because obviously, you know, again, the numbers speak for themselves in terms of the numbers getting a mortgage, but it's defined that affordable housing is the issue. Um, there are the local authority affordable purchase um, scheme and also the local authority home loans, which they maybe need to look at if they don't feel that they are getting sufficient level from the traditional banks. Uh, my brother and his wife bought a house while uh, living in New York. It can be done quite easily if you get a good broker. Oh. Absolutely. We would do an awful lot of expat mortgages where people are either intend to move home in the near future or whether they're planning to move home and just have different work circumstances. Want to build a modular home on my parents' property. Am I able to get a mortgage or will it need to be a personal loan? Uh, it depends on the property. OK, so sometimes it depends on the modular home and, the, and I, I suppose the building regs that are required to secure a mortgage. So when you're securing a mortgage, the building regs have you have to be it has to be built in accordance with building regulations. So it depends on the type of structure that's going into that site. Um, I would say definitely we would do run-bys with banks about you know, modular homes to see if they're ha- happy to take it on the security. All right. Uh, many of the questions uh, can be answered by mortgage brokers like yourselves. Absolutely. You know. I would always say get advice. Don't be afraid to ask yeah. for help. And what are the charges for a mortgage so, broker? So in our case, we don't charge. Some brokers will charge a fee just to get some advice or to process yeah. the mortgage. But certainly it's worth it. What you're paying for is specialist advice, specialist mortgage advice. And as you can see, you can save hugely by choosing the right advice, getting the right rate and getting the right guidance throughout the process. So mortgage advice is invaluable and mortgage brokers have a huge part to play in that. All right. Well, look, uh, fascinating stuff. Uh, thank you very much, Martina Hensey of Doddle Mortgages. Uh, great advice available there.